psychologist Malcolm Byron. Live from the Momo Pizzeria and Ristorante Studios at 44th and O, morning radio for the entire capital city. This is LNK Today with Jack and Friends on the Voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, welcome in. June 22nd, 2022. It is Wednesday morning. Glad to have you with us. And uh, yeah. Here we go, 68 degrees in the capital city to start things out. It's a What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday, your opportunity to get at whatever's bugging you off your chest, put it out there into the world, and take it off yourself and live a less burdened life, even if just for one day. What Chaps Your Hide Wednesday. And so you can text in the things that are chapping your hide to the Rickstein Recognition text line, 402-479-1400. We'll also open up that phone line at 710. There's also a page uh, or a post on Facebook.com slash LNK today if you'd like to just type it in there and have the discussion there on Facebook. So we'll get into that at 710. And, and listen, today we've got a little extra time. If we have uh, an overwhelming response, we may uh, go into the 8 o'clock hour as well. So we'll kind of just see what happens on that also today we're going to talk with the cop officer chad is going to be in as well and we've got some time for you during that eight o'clock hour uh as uh, we're giving john bishop the day off today because uh doing the uh play-by-play for multiple baseball games in a row up there in omaha for the college world series has evidently taken a bit of a toll on his voice and so we are going to get him some rest this morning for his voice so he can be coming in loud and clear for those who are wanting to listen to the college world series on our sister station 1620 the zone so uh, we'll see what you guys want to talk about here during the eight o'clock hour we look forward to that as well so that's what we've got uh for you on the slate today well, maybe not so fast, guys, on there not being a ballot measure about the fairness ordinance in Lincoln. No, the city council hasn't changed their mind, but evidently there is another group, not the group who pursued putting on the ballot the first time, but instead people who now are supportive of the ordinance who have announced that they are going to go forward with a petition drive to get the fairness ordinance or some version of it. And that's kind of the crux of this whole thing. We'll get to that, but to get it on the ballot after the city council voted four to three to, uh, to basically get rid of it after those who opposed it initially had a successful petition drive to put it on the ballot. They had two choices at that time to go forward with the city council had two choices to go forward with the vote or to rescind it. They did choose by a four to three majority to rescind it. And now, um, and now you've got another petition drive on the other side of this thing that is set to get going. It's called Let Lincoln Vote. Uh, they're going to have a news conference at 2 o'clock. Uh, what they said very initially in their, their first release is that registered voters are going to have until August 1st to get this petition signed. Uh, and they could, with that timeline, they could get it on the November ballot. The number that they would need to get, 8,846 signatures but there also has to be a city council resolution that actually puts it on the ballot. So we, so maybe this whole thing, went, just when it looked like, and I talked to the mayor a week ago today pretty extensively about this, 
And she had said that, um, using her words on this, she did not want to put human rights up, up to a vote. She didn't think that was appropriate. Well, some of the advocates for this don't feel the same way as she does on this, uh, or the majority of the city council feels on this, and they would like to get it on the ballot. We'll see if they are able to, but nonetheless, we may still have this election on this issue um, that it looked like we were going to have for a time, and then it looked like we didn't, weren't going to have. It was, it's looked like both of those ways like five different times in the last decade. Now, the, the question is that I have about this, and I haven't had a chance to see the petition or the language that would go into the proposed ordinance. All I've seen is that the, some of the media reports indicate that uh, that the or the the new petition drive would uh would would be would have a lot of the same stuff essentially in it that the original uh, uh, ordinance that was passed by the city council would have now my question is is it exactly the same and if it is not exactly the same how is it different because that could be very meaningful in this entire thing as i implied and and asked the mayor about i I believe that there were ways that you could have, if you were trying to get this passed, that you could have tweaked the language that it would have taken away some of the the concerns, some of the flashpoints that those who opposed it were using most extensively to get people to sign the first signature uh, ballot, actually be the second ballot process on this this whole thing. And so... To me, that is the most interesting and most important question with this whole thing right now in terms of assessing what the likely outcome is, whether they're going to get the support to get the signatures, and then what the city council will do on that. And so that I assume we're going to have some questions answered about that today. And and I guess I can just be explicit about what I'm saying here. I I think that the, uh, the drive to get this ordinance codified would stand a much better chance if the language were tweaked to be clearer about the beginning and the end of exceptions that exist for religious institutions specifically, uh, if they are clear about some of the public accommodations uh, issues, uh, and that particularly goes to use of bathrooms and how they fall into exceptions and those sorts of things. If you if you take big chunks of that away, I think you're dealing with a very different question and a very different type of opposition to this than you were the first time around. Um, but it didn't sound, you know, I, I asked the mayor about those things and it sounded like there wasn't a big appetite to kind of negotiate on those things. Is this is this the people doing that? Is this the people doing that negotiation that wouldn't happen at a higher level, essentially? Or is this the people saying, no, we're going to double down and we don't, we still think this city wants this, even though the city council doesn't want to do it? We want to go forward with it. Well, the city council was forced to take action. They right. either had to put the revised uh, ordinance on the ballot or, or rescind, rescind it. it. Yes. They had mm-hmm. no choice. Uh, they right. had to do one of the t- But they vote they had a chance they could vote either way on that thing and they did end up voting 4 to 3 
to rescind instead of right. put it on the ballot. But now, remember, they also rescinded the one from 2012. Right. So this group is going to have to start from scratch. Right. I, as I understand it. Yes, exactly. This is not... So th- they have some freedom, I, I assume, then, in terms of the language. They don't necessarily have to adopt the language that was in question with everything that's been happening so far in 2022 with this. They could tweak it or they could not and and again like that's i said that's that's the the big question that i've got here is is the language uh, significantly different is it different at all is it just a carbon copy the same thing that the the city council initially passed on this whole thing well i've heard i've heard quite a few people and i believe the mayor even referenced the omaha fairness ordinance that she thought or the several people thought it was less controversial in those specific areas and so that could also be a framework i I read it i i I read them though and it was it was clear in particular i thought about the exception in some of the exemptions for um for for religious or for churches essentially um but there were some other differences but it was more clear it didn't leave some things some gray area um where maybe this is enforced maybe it isn't on this whole thing and to me, I would have went that direction the first time with this whole thing. And and again, but I suggested, you know, to her and I, I asked to her um, whether or not perhaps that would be a route to go down is to actually discuss the language in detail, the things that are objectionable to, to some folks and, and, you know, like you do on legislation and have a little give and take on this thing. And she didn't indicate there was a particular appetite for that when I talked to her. Um and and so I wonder, like I said, I wonder if this group is saying, okay, since this isn't going to happen at the, the governmental level, at the administration level, at the city council level, we we can come up with something that we think is going to be more passable um, and is not going to be uh, have have the negative impact that some in the LBGTQ community thought that thought that it would. On them because there were there were some vocal members of that community that didn't want this to go to the ballot, and that's why in the end the city council was able to get four votes to rescind it at this point because there were voices saying we don't we don't want to go through this process right now we think it's going to have a, a a bad impact on on people in our community just going through the process of the discussion and and potentially losing at the ballot box for this thing. So it's, I'm, I'm, I mean, it's interesting. I'm, I'm very interested, Mark, to see what the language is in this thing. Yep. Now, I don't know whether we'll see that this afternoon or not. Yeah. I would uh, assume that we would. Yes. Yeah. Because well, if, I mean, when they, they, you got to have it when you start getting signatures, yep. obviously. And they don't have a lot of time. Right. Right. So, uh, yeah, August, what did I say? August, first. Uh, August 1st, that, that they've got to get that done, 8,846, that they would have to get. And so perhaps we have this nonetheless. So. Uh, anyway, that was that was very interesting with me and, to start. And this out. effort would put it on the ballot. It would not have to go to the city council. It w- actually, from what I understand, the, the city council would first have to, if I understand this correctly, the city council would first have to pass a resolution. They have to get the signatures number one. Then it has to go to the city council. As I understand it, there has to be a resolution that the city council passes, then to get on the ballot. Now, I don't know if this. Uh, what would change the city council's mind from where they were a week ago when they voted? It would, it would have to be a change in something. Like is it a change in language, or is it just the fact that oh, now you've got these people? There are a lot of people speaking up. Um, that that's a very valid question, one I don't have the answer to either. 
with this whole thing. So <laughs> it's a uh, man, just, just when you thought this was all over, perhaps, perhaps it is not. Um, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Here. I get a kick out of the, you know, we've heard people say that, uh, legislation, uh, and, and this type of stuff is like watching sausage being made. It's kind of messy and all of that, but the, ballot petition initiatives aren't aren't necessarily a piece of cake either that yeah that's true and isn't it interesting mark how in some ways this whole situation is mirroring a little of what we sometimes see at the state level absolutely where there are all of this myriad of of issues that are not resolved in the legislature or there's no out there's an outcome that uh, no action is taken in the legislature it ends up going to the voters and we may be seeing that again here in november with a couple of state issues we have obviously in the past <clears throat> this has been a, a a situation where the the legislature the legislature which is the city council in this case hasn't really taken definitive action in any direction it was uh it was let's let's pass this um well very initially let's pass this back in the Beitler administration then the signatures come and then nothing kind of happens then again this year the original passage of it on the 5-0 vote then the signatures come in and then okay well let's not vote on this at this point and here you have a weird uh, a, a weird unification between opposite sides on this issue both saying yeah let's put it on the ballot let's let's let the people vote on this thing yeah it's, which it's, seems to be a different place than um, I mean, at least those that doesn't characterize everyone, but at least those two sides are in a different place than the city council and the mayor are right now. I do. I do believe I, I guess I'm a little perplexed that the given the makeup of the city council, that this wasn't um, more well defined. Let me put it that way to, so that it would have passed and, and stood muster. I, I am t- that, that that surprises. Me. I think I think that was possible. And for whatever whatever reason um that didn't happen the language was the language on this thing and um and and yeah and and well and is the mayor i think the mayor said something to me it's like we don't see that there's i asked about the potential of a compromise of a discussion and she essentially said we don't believe there's a you know this isn't a compromisable issue uh when it comes to uh what she called human rights on this I think it makes all the sense. I think I I still think it's the smaller culture wars issues things that are eating up the vast majority of the discussion on this, but would be much less impactful than at least for the for the people who want this to happen. Um, than with the larger, more uh, sweeping impacts of this when it comes to employment and housing discrimination. And veterans. And uh, well, veterans would be in the classes, but those yep. are the areas of right. of discrimination rather than what exactly can, you know, what exactly happens in the bathrooms of churches. Right. And that, and, and again, that is where you got a pamphlet on your car on a Sunday. That's what it was about. It was about bathrooms and churches. That was the I mean, that was the key talking point. So, yeah, and that that comes under the bigger umbrella of uh, religious accommodation. So public public accommodations and and what it's public accommodations, and then it's what the exceptions to the extent there are exceptions, how they are defined, um, and and that's where I was talking about the difference between the Lincoln and, and the a, Omaha ordinance. And of course, we do have a baseline with the federal levels of, mm-hmm. of discrimination, uh, non discrimination rules. So, you know, it's it's not as though that everybody's free to discriminate right now right that's that's not the case but we'll see where this goes yeah yeah
Absolutely. So I didn't mean to suck up all the way on the first segment in that, but I think it is a unique, interesting situation from a lot of angles there. Uh, Mark, anything else we should get to well, here? Well, you know, we've had, a lot, we've had a lot of car thefts and thefts from cars. It's, you know, way up proportionally. Um, Captain Max Hubka told me this morning about a car that was stolen either late Monday night or early Tuesday morning by two 13-year-olds and two 14-year-olds. Oh, my goodness. Got in the vehicle, stole it, went for a joyride all over. Uh, they were developed as suspects. Police interviewed them. They admitted to doing this. And then they had also admitted that they go around town checking door handles on cars to try to find if they're open or not. And if they are, they'll try to steal it, but they especially look for keys to take the vehicle. So, Do people leave their keys in their vehicle? Yes. Is that like a common thing? Maybe not in the ignition, but in the cup holder or somewhere, you know, under the map. No, and don't, you, don't you folks have pockets? But, you know, but 13 and 14-year-olds stealing vehicles and stealing. Yeah. I mean, what are they doing? Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, uh, a reminder, don't leave your keys in the car and lock well, it. Uh, you got a pocket for a reason. Use it. Or I guess in, in, and if you don't in some of the ladies' cases, a purse. Which, if I had a purse, I wouldn't put it in there either. Because those things, holy cow. We the just, most organized people in the world. Their purses, how you ever find anything, I have no idea. And yes, I'm talking about my own wife. That's pretty much a universal. Hey, find me something in my purse. You know what? I'll gladly bring you your purse. Yes. But I am not going to mm-hmm. dig through it and try and find what you're looking for. Because whatever you have going on there organizationally, I cannot get my head around. What do I do if my pockets are full? Buy more cargo shorts. Bigger pockets. You know what? But all of those pockets are full. The, well, then you might have to make some hard choices. But, Mark, you make a good point. Is it time for a PSA? No. Mm. More cargos in Lincoln. Yep. So we can have places Jack for Jack Mitchell here for cargo shorts. I don't know if you guys know this, but <laughs> been supportive. And now it's important for your own personal property. Especially your keys. It is 626. We'll take a break. Caleb's got sports next on KLIN. I like the local news because it doesn't get into all these politics. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just Malcolm Byron. A look at news from both inside and outside of Lincoln and conversation on how that news affects us here. It's time for the Sound Off on LNK Today. Hey, how about, uh, about Malcolm there? Talking about it feeling mighty comfortable. I like that. I'll tell you what, I'm I'm I took advantage of the longest day of the year yesterday to put off mowing to the very last minute. 
And, and and I I mean, I was more bumping up against the how late is it appropriate to mow in your neighborhood than the light issues that come along <laughs> with it. Uh, but but uh, in doing it, you know, I, I kind of put it off yesterday when the heat index was, or two days ago when the heat index was over 100, and I was trying to look for the nice one. It was beautiful out last night. It was very yeah. nice. As Malcolm would say, mighty comfortable. And uh, sat on sat on the deck and watched baseball afterwards for for a little while. And uh, I see tonight we got a low in the sixties. Uh, that'll be nice. Uh, and we get to the weekend. We don't have we we may not hit the eighties over the weekend. Okay. Uh, um, for Saturday, the high now is eighty one. It was seventy nine yesterday in the forecast, but eighty one on Saturday, seventy seven on Sundays. And we got some lows in the fifties in there. Uh, during the course of the weekend, open as well. up the so, windows. Yeah, so it looks like we're going to have at least little little ways here where uh, we get uh, we get a break from the heat, uh, bordering triple digits here: eighty nine, eighty, ninety one, eighty one, seventy seven, eighty two, eighty seven, ninety, ninety two, ninety one. So not too bad, not too bad as we uh, get into Fourth of July season. Have you heard your? I haven't heard a firework yet in the old neighborhood. No, but the announcement. I don't know if you'll be able to hear them over the the drag racing on O Street, but they all sound one and the same. Uh, but the announcement's out. The, the Uncle Sam Jam coming yes. back again. Yes, July third, and uh, we'll be helping out with that again. And uh, yeah, that'll be out of Oak Lake Park. We got you got the. Uh, this is one of those years. This is one of those years where Fourth of July happens in. I don't, Tuesday is probably the worst place for it to be, maybe worse than Monday. I'm not sure, um, but because then you got that weird one day of work beforehand. But it's also then for a lot of people it's a four day weekend. But the, the when it happens Monday night and you basically have a full week coming right up after it. Mm-hmm. Ugh. We had a nice run of it falling on Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays. Those are the best. But look, look for a lot of uh, folks trying to take off Tuesday. Yeah, twenty twenty two and two is not a great year for the days of the week that the major holidays fall on. Yeah. You, you they, they seem to be. Clump- it's interesting when when like Fourth of July. I don't know if you care about Halloween, but Halloween, uh, Christmas, New Year's obviously fall on the same day. They it, it seems to be that they fall around the weekend or in what I you know selfishly consider the best time for the fall they all get they all happen in the same years when it's good and when it's when it seems to be bad so nonetheless it won't be long when we were driving to omaha on monday night i we, we went up highway six we we're going to elkhorn and i saw now waverly didn't have any of its stands up yet but but ashland was getting ready at a lot of the places along highway six that had those fireworks stands ready to go for when they can start selling the fireworks so uh, all right, should we jump into our sound off? But he's guess. Today. Okay, was that me? Nope, that's me. That was you. Okay. My bad. That is your bad. No doubt about it. Uh, <laughs> hey, hey, could the gas price be coming down? Somewhat artificially, but coming down nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Looks like the president has made the decision that he is going to push for that gas tax holiday. Three months long is what he would like to see, and as we talked about yesterday, that's uh, that's eighteen, nineteen cents a gallon is what you're paying federally in gas tax. Actually, pay a little bit more in state gas taxes here in yeah. Nebraska, but that varies state to state. So if you're filling up twenty gallons, you know we're talking about three dollars and sixty cents each time that you might be saving on that if this happens. But here's you, you can you can afford a snack then. 
That's true. There, yeah. Well, not beef jerky. You still can't afford beef jerky. <laughs> but some of the other snacks you could you could probably get. Here's the hitch in this thing. This is something that he can't do unilaterally, and he would need approval of Congress on now. So he's basically just coming out and saying the administration supports this, which is obviously something that is a signal to those in his own party that he would like them to get on board. I would be... I don't know if you can get Republicans in the Senate to go for this for a for a, you know for a variety of reasons some which may be very well reasons incorrect but another portion of it is I think there's probably a desire nobody desires to give the other side a political win a win ahead on, of midterms ahead of midterms on this whole thing I think I think both are present in this it doesn't mean there's not an argument for it but I'm sure that factors in as well. So let's hear a little bit more about that. The White House put out a statement late Tuesday blaming high gas prices again on Russia's invasion of Ukraine, saying Americans have been hit with Putin's price hike. To help counter that, the president's going to call on Congress to suspend the federal gas tax for three months. Right now, that tax is 18 cents a gallon for regular, and there's a 24 cent tax per gallon on diesel. The president's also expected to call on states to cut their gas taxes. But some critics say the lower taxes will continue to fuel demand. And when the holiday is over, prices could go back even higher than they are now. In Washington, Jill Nato, Fox News. All right. So, you know, we're going to have the typical the the typical political squabble where Democrats want to cut taxes and Republicans don't want to tax. I'm just kidding. But I mean, (laughs) you know. Just uh, like we always just knew it like, was. Just as it's always been. You can always tell where every side is going to be <laughs> on these things. Uh, well, so we'll see. Uh, it'll be interesting. That today, I'm sure we're going to be hearing from a lot of Republicans, especially in the Senate, and what they might think about doing something like this. Now, they did. They did I should say, I don't have a sound clip on this one, but it does sound like they have, uh, they're on the verge of successfully... Uh, getting the language down in this post-Uvalde oh, gun yeah. mental health bill. Um, and the the people who were initially saying they agreed in principle on this said they were still supportive of it. I believe Mitch McConnell indicated his support of this. So I think this is going to happen mm-hmm. um, uh, in the coming days. And we're actually going to have a bipartisan bill. We can debate how much it does or doesn't do or right or wrong, but a bipartisan bill that at least in some fashion deals with addressing school shootings, guns, mental health, all of the things that go along with that, which I don't know, I I didn't necessarily think we would ever see Mm -hmm. uh, after one of these things. So that looks like it will come to fruition, and the president will sign it prior to the July 4th recess. Uh, All right, other things. uh, They had another January 6th hearing yesterday. Uh, So let's hear a little bit about what happened there. The select committee is trying to draw a link between unproven election fraud claims made by former President Trump and threats directed at election officials and election workers. A lot of them were racist. A lot of them were just hateful. Shay Moss is a former Georgia election worker. She says she was targeted after appearing in a video from Fulton County's election center. Arizona's state House Speaker Republican Rusty Bowers also described protests outside his home. They have had video panel trucks with videos of me proclaiming me to be a pedophile. The committee has another hearing tomorrow detailing what members say is a campaign to pressure the Justice Department to dispute election results. On Capitol Hill, Jared Halpern, Fox News. I am so I am so tired of all of these voices whipping 
people, whether it's the the folks that were knocking on this grandma's door in Georgia, um, the the Arizona, the 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 speaker of the house that testified, going to his deceased son's wife's house with her kids. She's a widow going to her house and bugging her. And you can do it and going to Kavanaugh's house and, and planning to kill him. And we we've got we've got so many fringe weirdo voices with so much undue influence right now on a huge part of the country. And I'm hoping I I think I think that when we continue to see that this is happening that I hope the country and and people on the left and on the right are are getting sick and tired of getting sick and tired of all of that because I mean it was it was frustrating it was ridiculous to hear how people were were responding to this and they you know and and let's be honest they were motivated by people who had platforms um who who either incited them to do it or or carefully sort of lit the fuse and backed away right on on this whole thing can but, we agree to stop going to people's houses yeah. because if you start to think strategically what is going to push your agenda forward that's not helping absolutely whatever it is on any uh, on side, abortion any on, topic yeah. whatever it is if you start going to representatives or uh election, Court Justice, volunteer election workers yeah literally anybody's house to try to make your point your point is lost as soon as you do that right Right, and and, and by then the it way, spurs you the make other the other side. side a martyr too uh, with the entire thing. Yeah, um, you give a rallying cry to your opposition. But it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But I'll tell you what. I mean, for me personally, and everybody's got what they believe on this for whatever reason. But if <sighs> if there was any, after hearing all of these Republicans testify, in otherwise Trump loyal Republicans testify in this thing either live or video if there was any doubt left for me that something something screwy was going on here mm-hmm. that people were pushing this narrative it's been it's been thoroughly blasted out of the water but i know it's not for everybody else for whatever reason um and and it's still going to still going to be an issue but you just wonder how elections are going to go now you really do after this whole thing and that to me is more important than than anything about this whole thing uh, all right, enough on that. What else do we have going on this morning? Uh, let's see. You already did the Fed. Uh, the Fed. Oh, this is an interesting one. This is an interesting one. Attention, smokers. Um, the uh, the Biden administration is looking at significantly rem- uh, reducing the amount of nicotine in cigarettes. Take a listen to this. The Food and Drug Administration is planning on publishing a proposed rule in May of next year that would mandate eliminating nearly all nicotine in cigarettes. FDA Commissioner Robert Califf said in a statement Tuesday, lowering nicotine levels to minimally addictive or non-addictive levels would decrease the likelihood that future generations of young people become addicted to cigarettes. In their most recent data, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says about 31 million people in the U.S. were smoking cigarettes in 2020. In Washington, Kevin Cork, Fox News. So, so how how does this work? Is it the 
the government says this is the allowable amount that manufacturers can put in there? So they they here's what the, the release or the notice that the FDA put out. They said they want to propose by 2023 a tobacco product standard that would establish a maximum nicotine level in okay. cigarettes and certain finished tobacco products, essentially setting up a, a limit mm-hmm. on on what that can be. And I I don't even know. I don't even know how that's measured or, or what that is exactly. They didn't really release any other details about this. They didn't say what the number would be on this, but there are some who say this is something should happen. The, the questions that come along with it, well, first of all, you've got a lot of people who are addicted to nicotine who are going to be looking for a better fix than that. What will they have to go to at that point, or what will they go to? Will you regulate it in... Um, I mean, there's so many different, obviously, nicotine products now than there were when yeah. when I was growing up. I mean, they haven't been regulating a whole bunch of the vaping stuff, hardly at all, at this point. And so does that even increase the market there mm-hmm. for that? Um, what about things that are non-tobacco products? Like, you see, if you go to a convenience store, they're they're everywhere yeah. now, right? The uh, pow- and, and they may be a good thing. I mean, they may, I, I don't. It sounds like there's just all these questions that are out there um, that are options for people. So what about we'll see for for those folks that go and they roll their own cigarettes? That's a good question too. Is that like, is it back to roll your own at this point? Can you do it? I mean, can you can you do it in like things like cigars and things like that? I don't I don't know that either. But we'll see. Um, we'll see if they actually go forward with uh, with this whole thing. Uh, but the CEO of the American Heart Association said if the move happens, it would be one of the most consequential actions the FDA could take to change uh, to take to change the deadly trajectory of tobacco use in this country. Which, by the way, isn't is is tobacco use still going up? Given all of these alternatives that are out there right now, uh, I mean that's an interesting question too. Is is that just the standard one? Right, like, exactly. Like with, with all the other is it about products? is it about the nicotine or is it about the tobacco? That's a that's a big question with this whole thing too. I think. Uh, all right, let's see. Let's get one more in here before we uh, before we uh, call it good on this. Oh, this is this is interesting. We'll do a non non gubernatorial one, uh, maybe one that might impact you at the grocery store. And I'm not talking about inflation, uh, but Kellogg's, right? Kellogg's the the food company, cereal and the like. They're completely reorganizing, redoing their uh, their business plan and how they group their products together. Big changes at Kellogg. It will spin off its food units into three independent companies. One will be its global snacking company, which will include Cheez-Its and Pringles. The second will be its cereal business. And the third will be Plantco, selling its plant-based foods, including the Morningstar Farms brand. Kellogg CEO Steve Cahillane says the businesses all have significant standalone potential and an enhanced focus that will enable them to better direct their resources toward their distinct strategic priorities. Ginny Cosola, Fox News. Wait, so is Frosted Flakes not going to say Kellogg's on top anymore? They're great. I always thought General Mills was doing a little bit better on the cereal brands than Kellogg's. I mean, if you had to eliminate one or the other, I feel like you're going with General Mills catalog over Kellogg's, but that's certainly debatable. That could be a fun debate. Right. (laughs) <laughs> you can only keep Wait, which catalog are you well, taking? you know i don't even know what is cinnamon toast crunch whatever cinnamon toast crunch is i'm going with that's mine uh so because that that's the one that i gotta have i know like cheerios is general, general mills, mills. Is, okay it's set 
Because <laughs> uh, I'm getting my Lucky Charms. I'm getting my Cinnamon Toast Crunch at that point. Um, Kellogg's, you don't, uh, you're, you're not competing. And maybe it all changes with this reorg. I'm going to find an off-brand that will kick your butt. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, like uh, Tasty-O's. Uh, the, the big, in college, I used to hammer those things. I used to get the ones that looked like big burlap sacks of uh, of cereal, and uh, and they would be, I mean, very close to infringing trademarks of the actual cereal <laughs> yeah. brands, but nonetheless. We would it, usually get the uh, the ones that are the off-brand of the, the Reese's ones, so they're just oh, they're chocolate. Oh, the... Is Reese? Is that General Mills too? The Reese's peanut Uh-oh. butter puffs. Uh oh. Reese's peanut butter puffs is ridiculous. Uh, and and like Captain Crunch, General Mills. General Mills. <laughs> oh. It's a good thing Kellogg's is starting to ask some questions. They're getting lapped by General Mills right now. Not even close in the cereal game. <laughs> Six fifty four. We'll take a break. It's LNK today with Jack and friends on KLIN. They done it, and now LPT needs your help. Crime Stoppers on LNK Today. All right, 655 LNK Today with Jack and Friends on it, KLIN. This is June 22nd, 2022. Morning, Officer Chad. How are you doing? Good morning. I'm doing pretty good with all the name calling off air. (laughs) (laughs) We we were talking about It wasn't at you. Well, I I didn't say it was, but I enjoyed it. (laughs) Is there some kind of a rule uh, in police departments about when you have to refill your car with gas when you're about to run out? I was just wondering, are there like protocols about that? As far as a cruiser? Yeah. Well, yeah, if you run out of gas, I'm going to make fun of you. Okay, well, no kidding. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, there, you, guys, you guys fill your own... You guys fill... Do you guys fill uh, my, or do you go back to the station? Is there some special police-only filling station? Yeah, actually, there is. Oh, is there? So, yeah. Um, so, we can use any city city gas pump, any fuel pump. Uh, there's a facility up on North 27th at the water department. There's another one for the street department on South Street. Um, but we have our own dedicated fuel pump at... Our police garage, we go in and we have fuel cards assigned to each vehicle. We swipe that, put in what pump we need, and fill up the car. But there's no hard and fast, you have to fill it up at the beginning of your shift, or you okay. have to fill it up at the end of your shift. But So just uh, so whenever it's donut time, basically, is what you're saying. Here we go. Here we go. Well, I, I never see any of the, uh, the, the police vehicles filling up at the gas station here that's caddy corner from Broadcast House, but I always see multiple police vehicles right next to each other having a good old chit chat that was honestly one of my favorite places to stop when i worked southeast third it was it was visible so people saw you there it's open 24 7 the clerks were always nice and the other thing that they, they do the, donuts the, <laughs> I, listen, I was done with it the other thing funny is that it's one of those places too where they try and upsell you weird things like occasionally i would go in before i came here and get like a breakfast sandwich or something they're like you want a candy bar with that and i, I was like what they always tried to sell me a pack of gum too and i thought maybe it was just because i had really bad breath but i it didn't even matter if i was I love, in uniform or not i love weird upsells my, my, my all-time favorite one was i went through amigos once and ordered nachos and they said do you want some chips with that and i was like well the, the, chi- the, chi- the chips that are part them. of the nachos but a side of chips with nachos would be a bizarre order so there's a certain drive-in a few blocks from my house that is really big on upselling, upselling and it yeah. 
drives me crazy. No, if I wanted that, I would have ordered it. Please don't. I, that, no. I like the ones that are really trying to point you to a very specific item very clearly. And like, why are you trying to sell that Because so much? they got them on sale. They have a exactly. surplus of them. They're running out of the expiration date. Yes. All right. So let's get to Crime Stoppers. What's going on? Uh, well, we're going to go with Want Your Bad Romance. Uh, this one happened back on the 18th of May. A uh, suspect here in a video uses a rock to break into Romantics on oh. South 10th Street. Uh, makes or causes about $2,500 worth of damage to one window he tried to get into, failed. Then he goes to another door, shatters that, gets in, gets a whole bunch of um, products, and then runs out with him. And again, I'd easily the most considerate crook in the world looks right at the camera for us uh, he might as well just waved and, and held his id up for us but he didn't uh the next one we have is kind of a dangerous one this one's rocky rooftop um this one is from the third of this month group of kids hanging out on the rooftop at eight n lofts at eighth and n they're on video throwing rocks off the roof oh geez um not only is it pretty reckless it's unbelievably dangerous uh, luckily none of the rocks hit any people, but it did hit a business window down, you know, on the street level, broke a window, about $400 worth of damage. We have video on this and some really, really good, uh, still shots. So, um, if we're going to pick one this week to get solved, I'd really like to see Rocky rooftop taken care of. Cause that's, like I said, pretty reckless, pretty dangerous. And we don't yeah. need that stuff happening. Yeah. All right. Check it out. And don't be going and stealing underpants from those stores. All right. Yes. It was underpants. Let's go with that. <laughs> LincolnCrimeStoppers.com. Check it out. Seven o'clock KLI and Lincoln. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. All right, 710, welcome back. On Wednesday mornings, we ask you, what is chapping your hide? What does that mean? Well, we know those things bubble up in life, and they kind of fester inside of you, and they bug you, and you kind of want to tell someone, but it kind of seems, as we say in the legal world, de minimis. It seems like a first-world problem, and you hold it inside you. You don't vent to your coworkers, your family at dinner, and you know they're going to be frustrated with you if you do it well. We are the solution to that issue. We allow you to get it out into the open, no matter how small or potentially dumb that it is. We let you do it, and we have found, uh, with very scientific studies, that it changes the way that you go about your day after you get it off your chest. We're doing a public service to Lincoln, making everyone more happy, more pleasant, and more productive. Here's how you get in touch with us if you have something of that nature. You can call us at the Rickstein Recognition Hotline. The phone number is 402-479-1400. You can also text us on that same number as well. Or there is a uh, there's a Facebook thread at facebook.com slash LNK today, which we can get into as well. 
Uh, we got a little bit of free time, too, during the 8 o'clock hour. So if there's a lot of these today, maybe I've had one that I've had been waiting for for a long time that I can't wait to to get to. But the listeners are more important than mine. It's about them, not me. So let's get going with them. And Debbie leads off today. Good morning, Debbie. How are you doing? Hi, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Hello. I had something else that I was going to talk about today. However, after yesterday, and you chastised me oh, no. for liking oh, no. <laughs> sliced turkey as my number I just, two meat. Number two, Debbie. Number. I mean, exactly. it's fine, but number two, really? That top twenty, sure, it's fine, but that's really your number two meat, sliced turkey. It is. It's because I eat a lot of that. Because listen. Maybe Megan can identify with this. Yeah, maybe. Because it's, okay, it's not, it's, you know, you know the term from the lips to the hips? Uh-uh. <laughs> with me, it's from the eyes to the thighs. <laughs> I look at the product. <laughs> so if I look at all those baby back ribs, if I look at the hamburgers, I might as well just stick those on my thighs because I don't have to eat them to gain weight. So, uh, no. That's well, that's I a different question altogether. I didn't know that we needed to factor in health into this whole thing. That would have been a very different list then. Okay. My, my list women wouldn't have changed. <laughs> no, no, most women will not change. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I withdraw. I, I withdraw my critique. Yeah, but Debbie does not. De- Debbie does not have a weight problem. I mean, oh. <laughs> there, You are one of the fittest people I. I think I know, except for me. Oh, you're uh, so uh, kind. I appreciate that. But I'm going to tell you, Caleb, that discussion on backstrap venison sounded so bad. I mean, my God, I don't. <laughs> Backstrap. Isn't, isn't the strap, isn't that, I think of what a barber uses to sharpen their <laughs> razors. That's what a strap is. And that might be like eating shoe leather. So that's what I thought when you were talking about. <laughs> Me too, no Debbie. Way. See, we do have common ground. There, there, there is a, P, it's a PR nightmare, but man, it tastes good. <laughs> oh, I'll pass. Thank you. Thanks, Debbie. All right, guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> I knew she was going to. But chick again. I mean, she makes a fair point with the help, but we weren't looking for the best healthy man. I mean, no, this is an ideal. Just, okay. No, you already I'm just explaining your criticism. myself. No, stop her. it. There's, I mean, there's no one who's like, you know, their their final meal, they get an opportunity and you get all the meats in the world. And you're like, sliced turkey, please. <laughs> no, <laughs> no one says that, nor should they. uh all right let's go let's go to the text line shall we what do we have on that today uh we are going to start today with dealer dave he's currently listening from los angeles what up fairly early there in la see this is why i give the times occasionally 514 for our friends in la in all of the time zones (laughs) just an aside thing real quick about that and this drives my family nuts it chaps their hide i've got this thing in my brain and i don't know I, i don't know if it's i think it's even predates radio but i focus so much on minutes on on what the minute is that I don't think about what the hour is. I know this sounds dumb, but it's it's like my my daughter will, will ask me something. When are we leaving? And I'm like, quarter till. Quarter till what? And I'm like, I, I'm whatever it is now. I don't know. <laughs> all I all I think about is the minute and the hour, and I get myself in that problem when I read the time or I say the time on the radio, and I will say it incorrectly. 
And I'll usually catch myself, and so I'll decide to make sure that, you know, if Dealer Dave is out in L.A., uh, to do that. But nonetheless, I, he said, I heard your daughter arguing with you about that when I went and watched your son play basketball. Did you? <laughs> Uh, she said, well, we'll leave it. We'll leave it the next hour. She goes, well, is it this one or this one? And you go, I don't know. Just like when this game's done, <laughs> the minutes. I think it. My brain only does minutes, not hours, for some reason. But he said, uh, by the way, I'm currently take, listening from Los Angeles. I, I'm taking my son to Disneyland this week. If I hear one, what chaps my hide about Lincoln traffic? I'm going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, bad enough. I I don't know that I've ever driven. I, I went to L.A. once a long time ago, but I don't think we got in the midst of L.A. traffic. A whole lot, but I've heard horror stories. Well, about I that. see multiple Lincoln traffic chaps. So. <laughs> the next one is from Steve. Well, let's see. 56th Street is closed off, uh, off of Highway 2. Six car crashed there yesterday. Just got it cleaned up. Here comes the train traffic. Was stacked up so bad it looked like it took a half day to get it cleaned up. Don't know why they have to tear everything up at once. Now, they did. Uh Put out our news release yesterday. I got it from the from Lincoln Transportation and Utilities. They're advising you do not use 48th Street as the detour down to Old Cheney, 40th or 70th. Now they have gone in and changed the timing on the lights to help improve oh things in there. But I'm it's, s- it's that no. Now that school year is over, that is not a regular part. Uh, that's a two to three times a week normal. Uh, a commute in that area for me during the school year, and it's not right now, and I am very thankful because I can only imagine. I mean, I I I I can go back to remember when when Pine Lake was closed forever for when they were widening oh, yeah. and putting those roundabouts in and everything that did to that intersection. Uh, whew. Yep. But so, again, you so, could be in L.A. with Dealer Dave. I've 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 driven in L.A. a few times, and boy, it is yep. a, a challenge. Hey, as as uh, one very wise caller once put it, if you don't like it. Move to Iowa. <laughs> there's there's room in Iowa. There's plenty of room in Iowa for you. Uh, let's see, Rob. He says uh, people who, when locking their car, hit the lock button so many times the car, the car honks three or four times. It locks the first time. I absolutely do that. I 100. percent I don't that. know why. I like. I to feel hear like it. it really assures that it is not only locked but every possible security situation has been taken care of here's the other thing with it i'm telling other people it's locked yeah you saw me walk away from my car know that it's locked you may be wanting to go around the town and just go to unlock doors and and look for wallets or or whatever in the uh in the glove department but this car is locked eight times for my own protection (laughs) I, i do it too i don't i honestly have no idea why i do it well, and sometimes I'll do it like where when you get out and say you park a ways away from the the grocery store door, so you're at the end of the parking lot. I hit it. If I'm getting close to the doors, I'm like, I wonder if it can reach from here, and I start hitting it again. <laughs> I, just, I think I chap Rob's hide. I don't know why. Uh, OG Steven chaps. I always get a red light at O on Antelope Valley Parkway. The uh, Parkway, the light takes forever. I we had a actually. I was just looking at Twitter. Um, <laughs> There's this Matt Olberding uh, was responding to a tweet where there was long story, but if somebody said that one of the reasons they moved out of Lincoln was the roundabouts, which <laughs> yeah. I find pretty amazing to make your decision on where to live on. Uh, but he responded, he said, I can't tell you how much I'd prefer roundabouts over the lights on Antelope Valley Parkway that two to take two to three minutes at every intersection. Yeah. They are must awful. be bad there. They're horrible. And, and I'll say that for roundabouts, I think 56 and Yankee Hill is infinitely better than it's ever been. With yeah, a roundabout than all of the iterations that have been there before. It's the, not for everywhere, but there are places it definitely works. No, but there there are people, and there's one on Facebook about people not 
driving correctly in roundabouts. You know, yeah. like pulling up and stopping. Yeah, that I mean that hurts the that kind of hurts the idea, but nonetheless. Yeah. All right, Mike is uh, Mike is next. Good morning, Mike. What's up? How you guys? How you guys doing? Hey, good. I don't want to hear about traffic. I just took a a boy's trip, my son and son-in-law, down to Austin, Texas. For barbecue, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 103 degrees, and we got to Wichita, and my AC went out in my car. Oh, (laughs) no. So if anybody can beat that, kudos to them, but barbecue was good. Austin's fantastic. (laughs) I bet that that smelled ripe in there. (laughs) Yeah, Dallas traffic stop and go at 105 degrees is not fun with open windows. Uh, I hope you get it fixed, man. That sounds uh, sounds rough. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. I appreciate it. You know, you don't like the air conditioning in your car? Plenty of room in Iowa for you. (laughs) No, that sounds like that's not going to be fun anywhere. I wonder how how much air conditioning contributes to uh, global warming. We're taking taking all of this heat out of buildings and cars and pushing it into the atmosphere. Take it easy, Al Gore. I do not take away my air conditioning right now. I think it's something we got to consider. You need to calm down with this inconvenient truth. My goodness. If you're asking me to give up uh, 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 fossil fuels in a car or air conditioning, this is not a hard choice at all for me. At all. Whatsoever. Um, I love air conditioning. It's the greatest adventure. By the way. Willis Carrier. What's that? You know, the inventor? Yeah. Good man. Good man. One of the people uh, had on what chapter I had last week, and I don't think we got to it, but I just, I thought about it a couple of times this week, so I apologize that I didn't get to it last week, but it was talking about the recommendations that like electric companies and, and uh, people give for where to set your thermostat. And it's like, set your family thermostat to 78. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What? What? What are we even doing here? What is the... What is the go-to? I try and see. I've got the uh, not to brag. I've got the the, the smart thermostat system mm-hmm. now, right? And do you run, you run it all from your phone? I can if I want to. I can just think about it and it changes. But but it knows when I'm not there and when I'm there. And so when I'm there, we're not doing the seventy six, seventy five stuff. Okay. When I'm gone, it does that for me. But when I'm there, we're I mean we're getting down to seventy two if need be. We're getting down to 72. 72 is where we set it at night for sleeping. I'd like to set it about 58 for sleeping, to be honest, but I don't do that. I resist, You need to get that, that air delivery system for your sleep number topper. And, That'd it, be nice. It cools an additional I, I, six degrees. How about, here's the other, here's another thing that chaps my hide. HVAC systems in homes that make make the bottom bottom floors of the house just cool, wonderful, great, but you get upstairs and you feel like you walked into the sauna. That's a, that's oh. a part of air delivery. Yeah, I figured. And I close every vent in the house. I'm doing everything I can think of. You should of. close them downstairs and open them all upstairs. I think, I think that's what I did. The highest we go on our air conditioner, like the hottest. Oh, boy, you're going to make us feel terrible. Like 66, 67. Wait, you mean during the winter? The hottest you go in the yeah that for my air conditioner that's the I that's as warm as you have it set yes oh wait you don't go any higher than because no. you're not paying the utilities uh, we we pay part of it but okay when, but yeah sixty seven sir I am not letting this thing get a seven Jeez. put a seven in front of that in my I apartment felt, heck I felt, no I felt sort of bad saying that I went down to seventy two and here you are if it doesn't feel like a hallway at the hospital I don't want it. 
coming over to your house. <laughs> I think you're contributing to global warming is what I think. You're going to be sleeping, at Caleb's, sleeping over at Caleb's house tonight. We're going to have a video game party. <laughs> so you don't have to have a refrigerator in your apartment, do you? <laughs> no, I've never had I haven't had a, I haven't had a uh, sleepover yet since I've been using a CPAP. Can I set that whole thing up in your living room when I sleep on the couch? Is that okay? We can find a way. Okay, great. <laughs> can we make mini pizzas? Heck yeah. <laughs> Mom made bagel bites. Pam <laughs> says, if if I'm staying at someone's house and it's about 69 degrees when it's time to go to bed, you can bet you're... <laughs> I'm waiting for you to fall asleep, <laughs> and it's going to be true. See, th- th- yeah. th- I like that. I like that attitude, Pam. I Cam. like that. Oh, Cam. I thought you said... Okay, I like Cam's attitude, too. Uh, well, it's uh, literally I'm, Cam the man. Cam the man. I thought he said Pam. Okay, my bad. Uh, we, we Okay, we didn't get... We still have more text. We have more Facebook, uh, and, and we're going to do... Because we have the opportunity today, because John Bishop is taking the day off to rest his voice so he can broadcast the much, much more important College World Series than his segment with us, uh, we're going to have more time during the 8 o'clock hour. So continue to send in your chaps. I've got one, guys, about contactless payment. And I really want to get into this because we have got to we have got to streamline some of the words that we are using for that process because it's confusing as all get out, and it drives me nuts. I thought you were going to be chapped about the uh, pictures you were showing me a little bit ago. I'm trying to remember what that was. <laughs> I have... <laughs> Well, now well, ev- now, turn- ev- now, everyone now, in the audience is like, what pictures is Jackson? And I am, too. I want to hear the next segment to see <laughs> well, what happens. Turn your capper on. You Maybe just, you'll remember. You just marketed the show to me. You marketed my own show to me, and I don't want to tune out. I know my audience. Wow. I'll be staying tuned to see what's next. I'll be sitting in my... Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Yeah. All right, let us count them down, starting today with number five. Another effort to get the fairness ordinance on the books gets underway today. A group is going to launch a petition drive to get it on the ballot. Uh, the group is called Let Lincoln Vote. And the uh, journal stars Margaret Reist. Wasted away again in Margaret Reist at Margaret Reistaville. Sorry, I messed she's, it up. She's, Remix. She's got a, a complete story on it in this morning's Journal Star. Uh, they need to get 8,846 signatures uh, by August 1st to uh, put it before the council and, and hopefully on the ballot. That's their goal. Anyway. So they've got a press conference today. And the, the number one thing I want to hear from them is whether they're using the same language that was used in the ordinance, the proposed ordinance that went to the city council and would have been on the ballot had the city council agreed to that, but instead they they tabled it or they rescinded it. 
uh, or are they tweaking it in certain spots? That, to me, is going to, to me, be the most interesting about how this discussion is shaped going forward and whether they get the signatures. Yeah, that, those are all, all great questions. I've reached out to one of the petition organizers. I've not heard back yet this morning. Okay. Uh, that's not unusual. I mean, it was early this morning when I uh, sent a, a message through a, a social media site yeah well let's uh, i, I want to get back to this because i want to delve a little bit further into it because uh, th- there seems to be there seems to be a, a kind of a little bit of a lack of understanding of of some of the things and 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 then i i just want to delve a little bit further into this i think there's a i think there's potentially a compromise there that that makes some sense for a lot of people and is going to get a much wider swath of the city who is okay with it um and i'll tell you what i think that is but we can we can delve into that a little bit later but the other thing i understand will be an interesting question for the petition drive too is from my understanding and and in margaret's article as well she talked about the city council still having to pass a resolution if they get the signatures that would actually get it on the november ballot keep in mind the city council just uh, a week or so ago said in a four to three vote that they wanted to rescind the existing ordinance that was going to go up in uh, not the existing past ordinance that was going to go onto the ballot in November pursuant to the signature drive there. So you have this you have this kind of bizarre situation where the people who are diametrically opposed to each other in the community on this both want to see it on the ballot. But the city leaders, at least for the city council members and the mayor right now do not. And it's echoes, I said this earlier in the show, Mark, it's echoes of what happens at the state level yeah, over and over again. Yeah. Now, uh, one one side note, a week or so ago, right after the council voted to rescind both this 2022 one and the 2012 uh, fairness ordinance, uh, we spoke with Karen Bowling with Nebraska Family Alliance, who was the petition organizer uh, to get it uh, rescinded or put on the ballot. Uh, she told KLIN News that she expected it to come forward again, and they wanted to be part of the conversation at that point. So that she was very clear that she w- they would be willing I wonder to what take that part looks in the like. discussions. I mean, I'm, I'm curious what that looks like. Yeah. What the, if there is any... If there is any common ground that can be had on uh, some parts of it that can be agreed upon or not, or is it all, that'd be, that'd be very, a very interesting question to me about this whole thing as well. So yeah, we will, uh, we should know we'll more see, this and, afternoon. And that, and one other thing to throw in Mark, I mean, I think the reason it ended up not going to the ballot on that four to three vote, I think by and large is because there were a lot of council members hearing from the impacted community and and by the way it involves a lot of things it involves military divorces those sorts of things but the primary kind of impetus the culture war part of this is the lbgtq things and there were a lot of council members who were hearing from that community that they didn't want it on the ballot because of the impacts it would have on on what they believe personally um if there was a protracted discussion on this and a protracted campaign on this whole thing and how does that voice and concern enter into what's happening now? There's a division there, obviously, even right. within the city council. Sandra Washington still said she wanted to go forward with it, and you had um, obviously four four members: James, James Michael Bowers and, and Tom Beck. Yes, right, right, to, and two, yes, and and two, all of them are, are uh, openly homosexual, and um, they have different perspectives on whether or not this should be on the ballot. Which is interesting. The, the one thing that, that uh, kind of, I think, shocked the community and probably shocked 
some council members was the suicide of one of the supporters. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, 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 that did thing. play a large part of yeah. it. I think that still is is a uh, a factor in their decision making. Well, and I mean, uh, uh, Commander Jack said Natalie Weiss on the show uh, a couple of times. Weiss, I believe, I said her name wrong, mm-hmm. but um, and she's she's been in that camp that she doesn't want her on the ballot. She doesn't want her on the ballot. And that played played a large part of this, and so now you've got you know a group a group in that community that does want it on a group that doesn't, even though they may want the same thing in the end. I still think. I think the best thing to do here is sit down and see if there's some compromise possible where we're not putting, where we aren't putting this thing on the ballot. And there's common ground because I don't think, well, I'll get more into this later in the show when we've got more time because I've got some some thoughts on this and, and some background that I think is pretty relevant. Number four. A Seattle-based brand is called Cycling Frog has ranked Nebraska near the bottom of the pack when it comes to the best states for summer socializing. <laughs> Cycling Frog in a media release described as an exciting new player in the THC and CBD space. <laughs> so they're not out to bash any particular place, but they don't rank Nebraska very high. The complete story is in the Nebraska Examiner. Uh, Cindy Gonzalez had the story a day or two ago. Wait, so, so the Tourism Commission then yeah, they hit back at him, right? Right. Um, this is uh, this is uh, what what the uh, Tourism Commission said. Nebraska isn't for everyone. It's for the not everyone's of the world. And frankly, folks who refer to themselves as cycling frogs sound about as not everyone as you can get. <laughs> so we hereby invite you to come and discover the vibrant and very social nightlife of our cities, our amazing party-friendly riverbanks and lake shores, our large events like the College World Series, rodeos, festivals, and all sorts of other reasons people gather, celebrate, and hang out with a lot of other people, a.k.a. socializing. Yes, cycling frogs, you are invited to visit. So hop to it. Love, Nebraska Tourism. What, uh, by the way, Wyoming is Wyoming was last on this whole thing. But how much of this did uh, if they're a, a THC related group? How much of it did it factor into the laws that do or do not exist in the state of Nebraska? Oh, who knows? Okay, I mean okay. it's sort of like top three ranked states all have fully legalized marijuana. Bottom through Wyoming and Nebraska don't at this point. So we'll see. But, but, by the way, should they not be called? Just suggested name change for cycling frog. Weed it hub? Yes? No? Okay. Uh, we'll just let that one stand. <laughs> Number three. I thought that was pretty good. <laughs> it is. Weed it hub? Get it? No, that, that's okay. Okay. Nebraska got hurt because they don't have any beaches. Uh, I'm sorry, but I can walk to a beach at Holmes Lake from my house. I basically have beachside property, so. Wrong weed it hub. Yep. There was a lot of uh, wrong criteria being used. Sad. Hop to it. I like that. I do like the tours. I like. I like them firing back. By the way, good. Good job. <laughs> and signing. I, up. I'd love to write those next time, though. I probably would be a little bit more mean and not as, <laughs> not as uh, PR savvy about the whole thing. But I'd have fun with hey, it. It'd be fun if they'd come here and hey, get Jeff Mall on it. Let's get him here to Lincoln. Get him on the yeah. show. Yeah. Let's get him on yeah. the show here. So let's call out Weed It Hub. All right. Senate bargainers have reached an agreement on a bipartisan gun violence bill. Potentially tease up congressional passage this week on an incremental but notable package that would stand as Congress's response to mass shootings. So, so that so the problem was it wasn't written, and so they did not have people willing to say, which rightfully so, not willing to say they were going to give a thumbs up to this until they saw the actual text of this. It's 
it's a lot closer to that situation now. McConnell said that he's going to be a yes on it. Mark, it looks like it looks like this is going to actually happen. Um, it, yep. Because when McConnell says yes, that's got a lot that comes along with it. Now it won't be unanimous. I don't at, at no, all the, the, expect it's going to be unanimous. But I think you're going to get between the people who signed on initially, where Democrats are on this, and then whoever comes along with McConnell with this thing. Yeah, the vote uh, in the Senate was 64 a, to move it forward. To so. move it forward. Now they still got to get 60, uh, 50 votes. Um, I wonder where Fisher and Sassel end up on this thing. Uh, it depends, I think, on the, the final language would be my guess. Because yeah. uh, even Tim Scott from what, South Carolina said that if it encroaches on the Second Amendment, he's walking away. Hmm. Uh, heavy into uh, especially youth uh, that uh, have mental health issues or are convicted of any crimes as youth, right. they're going to have expanded background checks. That's probably the most significant the other one that is I saw. The, and the state money for uh, red flag for red flag yeah. laws is, is the other one gun, gun related that goes along with this as well. But trying to get it done before the 4th of July. It's an 80-page bill. Um, it, it, it came out yet late last night or in the middle of the uh, evening last night. And so they're getting a chance to look at it now for the first time. So we'll see it. But I think it, it sounds like, Mark, it'll get done. Biden will sign it. And uh, you're actually going to have bipartisan, as as much or as little as it is, you're actually going to have bipartisan legislation that involves some level of gun control, which I did not think we were going to see. I didn't either, but I, I would probably uh, be willing to bet uh, a sizable amount of change in my pocket that there will be a uh, challenge to it in court. Oh, okay. Regard- Regardless yeah. of... Well, there's a challenge to everything, of course. Right. So, yeah. All right, moving on. Number two. After 16 years in business, Big Sal Pizza, 27th and Binary, closing its doors at the end of the week. The, they're, they're just... They're not buying any more food. They're, they're going to you know run they're out Selling of food. off all the pizza dough that they yeah, got. Yeah. And the bar will be open through Sunday, I read. Uh, Facebook post said uh, the past two years this has just taken a toll on them, so they hang it up. Oh, uh, man. This is, a, uh, this is a former Munch Madness winner. They won uh, our... Our best pizza competition, and rightfully so. It's very good. It is. It is an. I, I am really bummed to see him close because it is an underrated spot. I we used to go there. Some friends and I we would go to Nebraska basketball games. Um, even when even when they're at Devaney, I think, and and it was kind of an on the way thing, and that became a thing where we would stop there, and it was it was a bit of a dive. There's no doubt about it. But the pizza was solid. The pizza was really solid. Uh, won it, and I thought it was cool. Journal Star's picture on their story that they had for this. I don't know if it was in the print version, but at least the thumbnail that went along with the uh, the picture for this was the owner proudly displaying and pointing to his KLIN Munch Badness uh, trophy, the plate that they've had on the wall there that I delivered there when Dave Miller was doing the show with me, and uh, we delivered we delivered there. So I'm bummed. I'm bummed to see it, but man, it's just challenging. It is what, absolutely challenging right now. One of, one of the other things that they noted was short staffing. Just, yep. it's mm-hmm. it's too tough to, to keep these businesses going when you're short staffed. But hey, l- listen, if if this uh, d- bums you out, disappoints you, and those sorts of things, next year when uh, when Munch Madness rolls around, and I'm t- speaking to the choir here because I think, everybody, but there's always those people out there that are so critical of something about Munch Madness and all of those things. They just need these to are the things. Life. These are the things that we're tr- we, we're trying to bring attention to these places to keep them keep them going in the community because we like them and we want them to know that. So if you're telling me I don't know what I'm doing with a four seed, come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, Jack, it's not all about you. It's about Munch Madness. It is. Yeah. It is. And I'm excited. I'm already excited. We're, we're only a quarter of the way there next year's, but I'm already fired up about it. Number one. And as you've uh, spoken of several times, your personal vendetta against gas pump uh, saying no, oh, yes, questions. yes is questions. Give me, give me my stupid gas. Yeah. A Better Business Bureau came out this week, and I'll try to get this posted sometime today, but a bunch of tips. Uh, if you're looking to save money at the gas pump, be a little careful, especially if you're using these uh, third-party apps, because they ask for a lot of personal information. They really say you could be setting yourself up for an invasion of privacy on some of these, uh, because many of those apps, these mobile apps, uh, want access to your personal information, including geographic location, contact list, photo albums, before they'll unlock their service to get you a few cents off on gas. And, of course, that just opens you up to uh, providing them a lot of valuable data that they can then sell, but it also invades your privacy. Listen, I, I, I mean, and I appreciate Better Business Bureau putting this out, and it's definitely something to think about, but they're, I mean, I feel like I've crossed that threshold already, right? I feel like I've already compromised all of my information and who has it and what they're doing with it with the bazillion membership clubs and things I've signed up for online and everything that's there. So if it's all right with them, I'm just going to take the 12 cents off a gallon and you can and do whatever that. you want. And, uh, and apparently Biden's going in for this uh, yep. federal gas tax holiday. He's asked for the uh, three month. Three uh, months taken off. Uh, it's 18, 18 19 cents. 18.4 on gas and I believe it's 25 point or 25.6 on diesel. But he's going to have problems on the Senate on that, won't he? Yeah. I mean... Yes. For a variety of reasons. Some potentially policy and practically related, and some definitely politically related as well. Well, and, and they're they're going to claim it as, as a, uh, a reduction in taxes, but what happens on uh, October 1st when it comes back? They're going to say, yep, Biden just raised taxes. Yeah. Uh, by the way, it would definitely get extended through November, wouldn't it? <laughs> I mean, what's the point, right? Yeah, what's yeah. the point? All right, 755, we'll take a break. It's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Sofgren. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. Hey, real quick. Uh, I want to tell you about, uh, we, we like to give you deals at KLIN.com, but we, this is cool. We've combined a deal with, uh, uh, I think, a really good cause. KLIN is partnering with Operation Safe Harbor Ukraine and certified Piedmontese beef to give you an extra special bargain deal. So right now on KLIN.com, you can purchase a box of 66-ounce burger patties of high-quality, premium, certified Piedmontese beef. It's really good stuff. It's an exclusive $100 off bargain deal. All proceeds for this, though, are going to go to Operation Safe Harbor Ukraine. It's a local nonprofit raising funds to support Ukrainian refugees that have fled the war and are now trying to stay safe and build a new life in Poland. Maybe you've heard about uh, Steve Glenn and his group that is uh, doing this. So get set for that summer or that big 4th of July get-together. Each $150 box contains 15 pre-portioned four-packs of delicious premium burgers. Stock up your freezer. Share with friends. Just two fifty dollars a burger. You're getting a great deal and helping an even better cause. It's all at KLIN.com right now. 8 o'clock on KLIN Lincoln. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.
Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Well, we're doubling up today on what chaps your eye to Wednesday. We ended up through a variety of circumstances with a wide open 8 o'clock hour today. And so we had a lot of text. We had a lot of Facebook posts. I even had some things that I did not have a chance to get to for myself on What Chaps Your Eye Wednesday, which I usually try and put in the back seat as compared to you, the listeners, which the segment is for. It's not for me. I got an entire show to uh, to do this every morning. But I thought, hey, let's uh, let's do a little What Chaps Your Eye Wednesday because a lot of times we have to leave some people on the cutting room floor. But but let me just get mine out of the way real quick so I, so, so I do this and I can, I can, you know, go, like I say, go through the rest of my day. With it off my chest, being a more pleasant, more productive, um, more uh, better person for our community. You know what chaps my head? The term tap to pay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what that means. Okay. I'm holding it there. Yeah. Okay. So I a little background here. I very much enjoy that I can use my phone in a probably a more secure way than actually using a, a, a physical card, a physical debit or mm-hmm. credit card and more quickly and not get my wallet out and not have to go through the thing, all of the, the things where it's not reading the chip, right. Or something like that. Like I fully in, I appreciate that and I enjoy that. So that doesn't chap my hide. But when I hear the term tap to pay, I legit don't know what it means exactly because aren't there, Aren't there some sort of payment delivery systems? Like I remember some gas station uh, had a had a a thing where you actually physically tapped like some kind of a a card reader <laughs> thing on there. And I'm not there's no there's no real tapping involved when I'm using my phone to pay. So is that what what tap to pay is? I don't know if tap when they use tap to pay if that means I can use my phone to do the thing I do and pay with Apple Pay. I think it does, but I'm not sure. But there's really no tapping. Okay, it's more of a double button push. I wouldn't call that a tap. We need a new name. Uh, contactless payment, perhaps contact. Maybe that's the way to do to do it. But I I see that and I know it's a little. I get it. It's a little thing. It's a dumb thing. But, but I'm, it's bothering there's you. Am, there's weird ambiguity around that. What's your understanding of what that word mean of that term means? Tap to pay. Does I, it mean I, just using your phone, or I, is it one of those things you physically tap something on? I, something? I take my my card and I hit the reader with it. I think there are some you can do that with. That's that's my confusion. That, so that that's what I do at, at Whole Foods because I have one of the the Prime cards and. I get up there and I don't I don't insert into a chip reader. I don't slide anything. I like pretty much hit the, okay. the reader so, with my card. So maybe that so maybe that is tap to maybe tap to pay isn't. I'm so confused. So what am I doing when I'm using my phone? Man, I don't know what you're doing. To be honest, you wait. You've never done that. Used my phone to pay? Yeah. No. What? No. Uh. Okay. Uh. 1988 called. It's lack told, of use of technology. I just, just told uh, you I'm hitting the card reader with my one card. Place. What do you mean? At one place. You don't go you, you don't go when you go to like a, a Walgreens or something, you don't use your phone to pay? No. Okay, Gramps. Jeez. Using using the chip reader. So 
maybe tap, so maybe I was right in the first place. So maybe tap to pay is physically tapping a card. I don't think there's been enough like PR on what you can actually do to to pay because now we have like a thousand ways to pay, but I don't understand most of them. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> I think I understand them all. I just want the, I just, I, 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 see, okay, like the gas station, I don't even get my wallet out anymore. Okay, I just do the, I do the double click on the phone, put the card in, and then I have my wallet on on my phone, and then I've got my, uh, you know, if there's a membership uh, thing where you save some money on fuel, I've got that on there, which Mark just read about the Better Business Bureau saying I should think twice about doing that, but I've crossed the threshold on that thing. I don't. I, I mean, I want. I'm. I'm about done with wallets. <laughs> Sorry, Wallet Hub, but I'm about done. What are they going to do then? When do we get our driver's license on our phone? When do we get? Uh, for goodness sakes, when do we get our health insurance card? I'm sure they do this somewhere. Health insurance cards. Every time you go to the doctor, we got to see the health insurance card again. It's been two weeks since I. This is just a follow up appointment. Nothing's changed. I promise. <laughs> oh, we'll get it out anyway. Oh, here it is. Well, they gave me such a low-quality card, all the ink wiped off of it in my wallet. Okay, we've got we, we've got good technology here with these things. Let's see if we can use them. Let's see if we can really integrate them. And I think it's coming, but the, that, that part of it's going a little slow for my liking. All right, got that off my chest. Good. Somebody tell me what that tap to pay actually means and doesn't mean. All right, uh, what, Chris Nolet says, stop arguing. You're both correct. So it means both? Like I know I can use my phone, but I don't like quite understand how to. Or my or my Apple Watch. Like I can use Apple Watch to pay, but like, do I just hold my watch over it? Well, on your phone, you 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 double click the the right. Try it now. Yeah, I just double clicked. Okay, okay. and then it said, did, did you get? A it thing? says pay with passcode. So yeah, well, it should fa- my- it should scan your face, but if you pay your passcode, well, it already scanned my face. Okay, well, put put your passcode in. And then you can put it just next to a... a, a, Oh, I hold it near the reader now. Hold it near the reader and it just Uh, beeps. Oh, I do that instead of taking out... Okay. You didn't know that? Wow. No, I didn't. I didn't know that function. Do you know about text messaging that you can just send a a message through the air? I know I can type faster than someone talking into their phone. And more accurately. Listen, I'm a quick adopter. Apparently, I'm more of a quick adopter. I bet Mark even uses that. Okay, at least Dealer Dave says using your phone is also tap to pay, and it's very confusing. So he agrees that there's a lot of confusion happening. Physically tapping your card should be called one thing, and using Apple Pay with your phone should be called something different. That's that's my only chap on this thing. Like proximity pay? Because you just have it Phone payment? I mean, we don't need to reinvent the wheel here with this thing. All right, what what else do we have? What what, what do the other people have? Uh yeah okay so Marie does say she does what you do so we both think we're tapping to pay but we define it very differently interesting all right thank you thank you for all the, it's all the same let's thing, get a new apparently. name uh let's see Andy says I'm fine having to watch the ads free content but quit hiding the little X to close the hat ad it goes in the upper right hand corner have you ever got one of them where it moves. If oh, you're not quick enough, so, so it's like a, uh, it's almost like a decoy X. Yeah, it, yes. It'll be somewhere else on there, and you go to click it, and as soon as you do, it moves to the right corner, and now you've clicked on their ad. 
That I agree, Andy, on that one. Pine Lake Mike says, roundabouts are okay, but do we need three or four within a non-mile stretch? I read my KLIN Daily email yesterday. By the way, you can subscribe to the Daily at KLIN.com. It's a great little... Uh, thanks for the plug, Mike. Yeah, thanks for the little Lake newsletter Mike. there. You get at the end of the day with all the news headlines. But anyway, he read into the Yankee Hill from 40th to 56th. We'll have three roundabouts. The three-mile stretch on Yankee Hill from 40th to 84th has to have more roundabouts than any other <laughs> three-mile stretch in the country. I don't disagree with that, but would you rather have red lights? I mean, it's an intersection. That, that's my question. Like, what is what? Do you, four-way stops? Do you see how that four-way stop worked on 56th and uh, Yankee Hill? Yikes! I'm very much team roundabout. Uh, uh, again, it's it's an intersection, so there's got to be some traffic control device. And frankly, Lincoln's got a much bigger problem with way too many red lights than it does with too many roundabouts. Mm-hmm. I I don't quite under I I that's one thing I don't ever understand is the I assume what people are wanting is a traffic light there instead of that uh, or or a just a two way stop. I, I don't know. I don't know what the the idea is, but to me, if they're getting rid of red lights, red lights annoy me a million. Try going down Old Cheney at four forty five in the afternoon from you know fifty six down to twenty seventh. I mean, it is you're going three seconds at a time, and I'm not saying roundabouts will work there because the traffic is so heavy, but I do support not having as many red lights in some of these places where you don't have to meaninglessly wait for for anything. Um, let's see. Oh my goodness. Craig said 92 year old aunt is staying with my 86 year old dad for a month. We visited Sunday. I'm not kidding. The thermostat was on. 80. Oh no. Saving some dough though. Saving some. I got a tweet. Who did I get a tweet from? Was it, uh, was that Mike on Twitter? And he was said, he said, uh, that they don't move their thermostat. Did you see that? I yeah. Yeah. He it says, now. keep it on 69 in the house year round. Okay. Don't give me the seventy-two plus during the summer. Nobody wants he's to be making, sweaty. I mean, he's saving a little money in winter then. Yeah. On on that whole thing, but I boy, I don't. I'm scared of the sixties. I'd like it. Don't get me wrong. I'd like it, but I feel like I've set up a very arbitrary limit that I don't <laughs> go past at like seventy-one. But again, I would. I don't have the confidence of of someone like uh, like Mike does. Yeah. On that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Clinton says we need, (laughs) this is great, Clinton. This is great. We need beds with toilets built in. Sometimes I just don't have time to do everything and it would be nice after a long day. (laughs) I just want to lay here and let it get rid of everything. (laughs) The arms that put the food in your mouth. And Clinton, you and my 20 month old daughter have a lot in common. Clinton, I know I happen to know of a, uh, of a bed company that really likes the new technology. I could, uh, I could send some messages. (laughs) What what am I listening to? My sleep number is two. I hope they're not listening. Uh, Scott Not Molly says, when an amazing show comes to an end, how will TV ever top that moment? Kenobi cannot be beat, LOL. I'm on a, I, I completely agree. I, I don't watch Kenobi, but, and I assume you do, but yeah. but I feel post, I'm getting post-Ozark uh, TV depression mm-hmm. right now. Nothing nothing has been able to recapture that. And And the problem is, and I've learned this every time. No matter you start a new show, and the first one, two, three ish episodes, you're always like, eh, "Do I like this or not?" Mm-hmm. And then at some point, 
you're hooked. Yeah. On on good shows. And I and I know that will happen, but I'm doing that with like four shows trying to get to that hooked <laughs> moment. And I can't like I've told Caleb this off the air many times. I've been watching the first episode of Stranger Things about four minutes at a time for six months. <laughs> <laughs> Watched a little bit more yesterday while I folded some laundry. That is not ideal viewing. <laughs> Just start it, it over because I forget time. what. But I, but I I want to be I want to be hooked into something. I'm in a non. I'm not in a relationship right now with a TV show, and I liked it when I yeah. had a relationship. And I I did like 20 minutes of the first Yellowstone, and I'm sure if I spent the time from everything people say about Yellowstone, I'd be hooked right in. Mm-hmm. But getting through that first part. Right. It's get, it's sort of like the the sort of like the opposite of a marriage. Right. <laughs> the first days of a relationship of a romantic relationship. Those are I mean, it's, that's when you're hooked. That's the emotional the right? anti honeymoon period. Is that what's happening? Well, you, yes. You get past. Yes. But it's like you go for. But for a for a TV show, it goes in reverse of a marriage. Right. The, the hot and heavy part comes at the end mm-hmm. instead of the beginning. And you can't get enough, you know. You can't get enough. All of that, that sort of stuff. It happens at the Not end. Not every the marriage. <laughs> I'll ask you about that later. Um, Chicken Rich says, "Me, I chat my high during this hot weather. All the cool people are wearing no signature Jack cargo shorts, and I don't have any." Sorry about that. Sorry about that. I just finished Peaky Blinders, by the way. Was that? Did you have a meaningful oh. relationship with that? Well, it, that was the sixth season that they just put out, and okay. I was waiting for it. Do you have a current TV spouse? Are you, are you polyamorous? A little polyamorous. Right, right now, now it, I mean, it's, uh, is it hot it's, and heavy with multiple? Kenobi is out right now. I don't know. I, I keep switching between some stuff. Play in the field, huh? Yeah. Nice. Seeing what can take my attention. And I right now, I just there's, I'm just not matching. I'm not matching with anything, and I don't have the time to put in. I'm not ready for a you're, serious You're swiping right and taking chances. And- I want all the benefits, but I don't want to put in the time for a serious relationship right now, and nothing's clicking right away. <laughs> you're too old for these references. Stop it. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Say, to- Okay, Mr. Doesn't use his phone to pay. Just discovered he could use his phone to pay 10 minutes ago. <laughs> 825, it's LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Get today's top news and sports directly to your inbox. Sign up for the daily at KLIN.com. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. We're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. 838 LNK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Bumps have been on point today. A little space hog in the meantime. Does remind me to tell you Request line Friday this week. General. No theme. Right, Caleb? That's what we just said. Yep, no, it is open. As no long theme. as we can play it on the radio. And, and if you want to think we'll ahead, if you want to think ahead, we'd be uh, we'd be idiots if on July first, the following request no line. No one would Friday, ever call us that. We would yeah. Uh, we they might if we didn't do this, we would uh we'll be doing fourth uh, of July, really. We're doing we're doing your favorite but again, let's get some variety if we can. Okay, I mean, listen, 
Lee Greenwood is great. We'll play it once, but uh, but let's see what else we can get. Maybe for some, I like the idea of some uh, deep cut patriotic songs, some deep cut America songs. I want some because I know we we've obviously got the Uncle Sam jam coming up, but that's mm-hmm. pretty. That's pretty. Much, I want what are some American jams? Mm-hmm. What gets you fired up? Yep. For the fourth. Yes. Fired up for the fourth. Fired up for the fourth. It could be music that just goes good with fireworks. But anyway, that's I don't want to get too into that now because I'll confuse people. That's a week from Friday uh, that we're going to do that. But this coming week, it is whatever you want as long as we can play it on the radio. So that'll be uh, this coming Friday. The Friday after will be uh, our patriotic jams. All right. Uh, so... We uh, uh, we got so into the tap to pay discussion that we still didn't get through our Facebook post for what chaps your ride Wednesday and and I do I do want to make sure and do that because I don't like to exclude anyone um, and maybe we've got more text in now here at this point but let's just go through some of the there were some good ones on the Facebook uh, page here that we need to get to Patsy said people who have their sprinkler system set for every day what a waste of natural resources <sighs> yeah yeah that's not advised. Ain't watered my lawn yet this year. Looks sweet. Looks. Fa- I just mowed it last night too. Took advantage of the longest day of the year to start mowing last night at like after eight p.m. <laughs> uh, I did that, but uh, I think I got it done at a reasonable reasonable time there. But uh, we agree with you here, Patty. Uh, Patrick says this is great. Uh, department stores need a snack bar or sports bar section where those who hate shopping can wait while their significant others spend more money in the store. I know that if I had a comfortable place to sit and enjoy a snack and a drink while my wife shops. I wouldn't be all in her way asking how much longer. <laughs> I, I mean, we, my wife, we don't even try and shop together for those sorts of things if we can help it anymore. But there are a few stores, and I don't want to name names, but that I've I've had to be in. And Patrick, if they had that. I mean, what what kind of a place do you need that most in? And maybe women have, and maybe women have an alternate feeling about the stores with men, where they'd like an area to do the same. Well, I, mean, yeah. I don't know if it's a a, uh, a sports bar or whatever, whatever they would want, some kind of a lounge. I wonder where it would be for for them, because there are some stores I can I can take a long time in. But I'm going to tell you now, and I'm I'm not going to name names, but craft stores. <laughs> think about this, okay? Think about this. Craft stores, especially, killing me, man. <laughs> <laughs> you are killing me. I can't. Uh, I can't do that for for that long. Uh, all right, Leslie says drivers who stop in the middle of the roundabout. If you don't know how it works, avoid using them or live in a part of town where there are none. You're becoming fewer and fewer, but yes, absolutely. Um, Logan says when by the time you get a notice from your insurance saying you uh, one thing, you have another letter saying the opposite already. Ah, oh, always fun. Uh, then we've got Christy who says South Lincoln Road projects closing Yankee Hill, Old Cheney, and Pioneers at basically the same intersection at the same time was really awesome planning by someone. There's always a summer that comes up every year, uh, not every year, every few years, where it seems like it becomes, in some parts of town, virtually impossible to get east, west, or north, south. And that is the area this year to try and get east, west in that part of South Lincoln. As I said, as I said on the show uh, earlier this week, I said one thing you can do. Let's you know, say you're at, I mean, say you're on like 84th and Highway Two, right? And you need to get down to to South Point somewhere in that area. You need to get there. 
what you couldn't, what you can do is just take 84th all the way to Highway uh, Highway 6 to Cornhusker Highway, then take Cornhusker Highway to 27th, then take 27th all the way to uh, Pine Lake, and then you're there in a good 45 to 50 minutes. I mean, boom, <laughs> so quick. Uh, let's see. Matt says, "Okay, you might have to help me with this." Fiat currency, you got to get that stuff backed up by precious metals. Is that is that, is that a crypto? crypto? Is that a, a crypto thing? Oh, interesting. Um, <laughs> uh, it's uh, all kinds of money that are made legal tender by a government decree or fiat. So he's just saying got to have it backed by, by gold. Okay. All right. Carol says, commercials that turn on all the smart devices in our house. <laughs> I have KLIN playing three times over. Oops. <laughs> I yeah I've got, I've got one of those devices in my car and this happens by the way with a lot of radio stations, um, but I've got one of the, in my car and it'll sometimes unintentionally see at least with ours it turns it on sometimes it will turn off what you're listening to and go to something else because it thinks it's being it's being talked to I I I, I believe that and I still have a theory that Netflix. Netflix puts a lot of people in uh, characters in their original programming with the name A L E X A on purpose. Mm-hmm. That's my. This is my conspiracy theory. I think they put those on so people are going to unplug their uh, their Amazon devices and get tired of Amazon Prime and spend their money on Netflix. You like that conspiracy? I don't think there's enough evidence to support that uh okay my daughter watches a show called alexa and katie okay okay and i know it wasn't a netflix original but s's creek has a main character if it's if it's okay just because they have it on xis and there are others that i can't think of right now this is a very well-developed theory. You've got a really good case. The, no, I can see why you got out of law. <laughs> wow. That is hurtful. <laughs> all right. Do we finally we, do we get finally through all the Facebook, all the uh, all the tech? Do you have any more text that we need we need to uh, get to? Yeah. Um, I think the only other text one we had was from Sarah saying, "What chaps my hide is people complaining about all the roundabouts. Just learn how to use them properly." One more time. I'll take him over red lights. Yes. Oh, Dennis thinks you got the score for the Royals game last wrong last. I know. Uh, I pull, I pulled up. I want to make sure I because I, I have it written down correctly. I want to see if I said it in. It was a crazy game. It's gonna, they're going to play that on Christmas Eve when they show all the best Royals games of the year because that was the first one that they've had so far uh, that was any good. Okay. Let, so all right, we got through all that. So I can get to this other stuff that I wanted to to touch on real quickly. Uh, unless b- yes, before that, yes, you are getting outvoted in your own home. Oh, yes. Okay, this has been an ongoing saga on this radio show for... It's a win for all of us. I don't know that it is. For quite some time. Now, Caleb is giddy about this whole thing. I cheered. But if you're a longtime listener to LNK Today, as I've been on the show, you you remember um, my stories of my old dog, Buford, uh, RIP now. Um, while I think that was mainly during the, the John Bishop era of this show. And we would tell stories of Buford, the, uh, obese Basset hound, uh, for instance, eating an entire, uh, gallon freezer bag full of cookies, <laughs> including the bag and 
being mildly affected, but not a whole lot more than that. She's like, well, all right, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> right. I mean, he was uh, he had, uh, and, uh, not the type of dog that was going to jump on you when the doorbell rang or, or anything because he didn't care. <laughs> I mean, he was my type of dog. And and a fun fact about uh, about Buford, R.I.P. Again, um, his uh, let's see, his half half brother, his half brother, uh, another Basset Hound, is the mascot of the bike race across Nebraska. Bran. Oh, really? Yeah, the Rodenbergs uh, have <laughs> have the uh, uh, Susan Larson Rodenberg, and I figured that out once. <laughs> That's and, awesome. Anyway, nonetheless, nonetheless. So we, uh, we ended up when my daughter was born. We decided that it was the right time to, uh, um, to to move Buford to another home, and there was someone who wanted him, and it worked out well for us at the time. We had a new house and didn't have a fenced-in backyard, and uh, a whole lot of things. So we made made that decision, and it was the right time for it. But since I've had uh, kids who are growing up in my home, literally all of their friends have dogs, <laughs> and. There are more dogs than kids under 16 in the United States. I saw States. that story. That's insane. I saw that story. And so now I'm starting to look. And, and I've enjoyed my non, non-dog period. I've enjoyed all the benefits of not having a dog. Yeah. And sure, I've missed some of those, I guess, special companionship moments. But uh, for me, you know, I, I get that other places at that point without the excrement, right? <laughs> And so I'm, I've been, status quo has been great with me, but the pressure is, is rising and has been rising from my family. And, and, and somehow my family has built, there were some backroom discussions that I wasn't aware of because it would, it would mainly come from mostly the daughter and a little bit the son. But at some point, again, and I was not involved in any of the negotiations, but they have come forward fully allied on this thing and have actually begun the process of of going forward. This is the part in, in Hamilton where you are channeling uh, Byrne saying you want to be in the room where it happened. Yes. Where the I, deals got made. And it's almost like I'm like, I'm like, where did I miss the turning point on this thing? Was I not, am I not part of the discussions? Do my, because I always feel like every parent's vote you know the parent should get maybe two votes and the kid should get one or or something like that and all we've got i think we've got years of precedent for how this has been done how these decisions are kind of made and then all of a sudden we don't like the outcome that it produces and we're going to flip the whole thing on its head and uh, uh, got rid of the electoral college just decision is is just made so uh, i'm i'm trying to while my head's spinning i was asked to vote last night on a, a a list of puppies, a, a pictures of puppies. Which, not just whether or not to get one. You're voting on I a was particular asked to get puppy. A rank order of three different puppies, which, by the way, all were the same braid, braid, breed and looked exactly the same. Exactly the same. I was like, I don't know. They all look like the same dog. I would, would have no idea. And so, Caleb, I... I, I, I do applaud, though. I the, think the, I'm powerless at this point. I don't know what to what to do here at this point. I don't I want to applaud your family for utilizing uh the the ranked choice voting in this. Um first of all, because I think more elections should go to that. Um second of all, heck yes, so happy. 
Um, we have two dogs in our home. Love them to death. And you have been depriving your children of this joy in their lives. Now you got a fence in that yard. That's another issue. There's so many issues. Summer Caleb. project. Oh yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I want to do. Your is- valuation didn't go up, and you put a whole deck in. What's a fence going to do? You might save money next year. <laughs> the way I would build a fence. <laughs> They'd be like, who the oh, heck God. lives there? <laughs> oh, man. So I'm just I'm forewarning everyone. I mean, it look I, this train seems like it's down the track to the point I don't even the negotiation the supermajority is there the negotiations have happened I wasn't invited in on them of course I can cast a ceremonial vote at this point but what good does that do I mean I think it, you it gotta tells, make the best of the situation whatever now now you're you're past the point of if it's going to happen it's happening now you got to try to be part of the decision making process on which one I don't. I, I, the, the one that has the uh, least active digestive tract? <laughs> going to be any of them. <laughs> I, I, I guess that's where my opinion is, mainly on this thing. So I'm just... What, ki- what kind of dog are they looking at? I don't know. You saw it. It's orangish gold. It's got ears. I don't know. What would you call it? You're the dog guy, not me. I'd have to look at it again. It's one one of those things that everybody in Lincoln has right now. Everybody's got the same dog in Lincoln, basically. Goldens? Uh, No, it's the the one where you... Yeah, I think that's what it is. Are those golden doodles? They might be, I guess. Everybody in Lincoln's got them. So we're going to get the same dog at legit everyone else. We'll probably get it mixed up with all the other dogs. I don't know. It's orange and has ears. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a vet. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You're related to so, a vet. You should know. Uh, I am. I know. I might have to call my <laughs> call my cousin up and see if she can identify it. So anyway, I'm just warning everybody. This this is probably coming, and my personal life often bleeds over into the radio, and so it's going to be. And I guess the good news is I don't have to be looked at by many people in the community as such a Grinch, which I I feel like you promulgate with the way that you talk about this. Words have consequences. Be better. I, I guess I. <laughs> not gonna have any choice about it about the whole thing i will be better all right it's uh see brad brad says this too always something doodle whatever happened to calling it a mud i mean our uh, poodles themselves poodle nobody really poodles weren't that popular but now they've just become this uh from what i can see from the outside of the dog world just this like breeding specialty let's mix everything we can with a poodle yeah. P- poodles are okay on their own. Mix them with something else. Bang. It's just enough of the good stuff. None of the bad stuff. I guess. All right. It's like when you're playing Pokemon. You need a ditto in there. Oh, man. I went through this once a long time ago. Too old for this. All right. It's 854. Tell NK Today with Jack and Friends on KLIN. Want today's top news stories? Top Husker stories? You can get them sent straight to your inbox every afternoon. Just sign up for the daily for free at KLIN.com. You're listening to LNK Today with Jack and Friends on 1499.3 KLIN. You know Caleb's been in radio too long when he, uh, multiple times today with various things, 
He's he's basically he, in real life inside baseball here. Let me back up for a second. One of the things you're 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 told to do in radio, and you probably hear us do very frequently, is to say, "Hey, here's what we've got coming up," and maybe leave a little uh, mystery about it or something that is going to appeal to the listener wanting to stay around. Caleb does that to me in real life now. <laughs> he'll start to tell me a story, and then he'll say the rest of that in five minutes. I'm like, come on, man. It's not my, We ran out of break time. I know. There wasn't enough time. That's the second time you've done it, though. continue the conversation. At this point. At this point. <laughs> ran uh, it right up to the heart out. <laughs> yeah. I, hey, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow uh, is a Thursday, and that means it's Ticket Thursday. I don't know if I dare bring back uh, bring back current events quiz after the debacle. People last are week. intimidated. I think so. Do we need to go? Do we need? Here's here's the choices. You can text in if you've got an opinion on this. Um, we're taking a break from generation collaboration, okay? And the X's are going to regroup. Uh, but we could go. We haven't done lie detector for a while. But I remember the last couple times we played lie detector, the callers played the game very poorly. They just came in lobbing out guesses we, and not trying to narrow it down. No, that's that's not lie detector. You're messing. You're getting oh, our no, games no, no. confused. You're yes. thinking of what is Ellen Kennedy? What is Ellen Kennedy? Uh, lie detector is Peranto. Ah, oh, right. <laughs> Good old Peranto. I think maybe we need a lie detector game. We can lie detector something. We haven't done that in a while, where we create a fictional world and some dermatologist and Carney's brother is listening and realized his brother's name ended upon ended up on our show and he wanted to get the audio from it. That actually happened. Uh, I might have missed up some of the Tomorrow details. we're playing for two tickets to Bare Naked Ladies at Stir Cove. That's a band, not people. I mean, they're people, but they're uh, bands, yeah, but I mean, ladies. you'd find people, probably. That's on this Friday. It'll be digital tickets. So. If I had a million dollars, I'd buy a... Le- yeah, that's what they say. I'd love to I'd like to go to that concert, to be honest. Uh, maybe if I win. Maybe if I win, I get that. Play the games that I criticize other people for Not going to agree to that. That'd be something. All right, we'll see you tomorrow, 9 o'clock. KLI and Lincoln.